That's right. We're back. Hey, everybody. It's Laz coming at you with episode 32. Welcome back this week. We'll get right into the sponsor and night to remember entertainment. You know how to get with them. That's right. Get on Facebook. Get into that search box and put in the at symbol, the number one great DJ. That's at one great DJ. And you will get right to a night to remember's page. Be sure to book them and tell them that you heard about them on the last word. And you will get $100 off if you just book your event before the end of this month, February 2021. $100 off. Your event can take place Anytime in the year of 2021, it just has to be booked in February of 2021, and you'll get that $100 off. Well, we have had some crazy weather, and I'm ready for the snow to go away here in Maryland. You know, I missed doing the show last week. We had a little bit of technical difficulty, but it's been crazy both personally and professionally over the last few weeks. The show must go on, they say, so let's get right into it. Well, it's old news now, but I think it bears mentioning that the Dems wasted not only millions of dollars on their second attempt to impeach and convict Trump, but they wasted everyone's time as well. Following the Dems' lead were seven rhinos who, in my opinion, need to be primaried. But of course, with the exception of maybe one, it should come as no surprise who they are. That said, let me go ahead and burn these names into your brains so that come election day, you remember these people aren't worth your precious vote. And they are Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Mitt Romney of Utah, Ben Sasse of Nebraska, and of course, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. Actually, I guess I should mention that Burr and Toomey aren't even running for another turn. So... All I can say to that is good riddance. Exactly. In other news, the U.S. reached a milestone this week of over 500,000 COVID-related deaths, according to the lying lamestream media. That said, I still have to wonder how accurate that number really is. I mean, we've seen time and time again where someone has passed, and it's been counted as a COVID-related death when they had a pre-existing condition. Now, that said, let me be clear, I take nothing from the people that we've lost over the last year as a country, nor do I mean any disrespect in saying this. I'm merely asking if we really know and can trust the numbers when they've been questionable from the very start. I'm all for recognizing those that we've lost. Showing some respect for those who have passed is a wonderful gesture, especially those on the front lines. However, what I've witnessed over the last few days, at least in my opinion, is so typical of the left. They use a tragedy to rile up their base and continue to instill fear. And they do it all the time. They control their sheep with fear. (laughs) Libs and those on the left tend not to be driven by facts. It's primarily emotion. And when they do rely on facts, it's their facts. And I use the word facts loosely here because typically... Their facts only support their argument, and they refuse to listen to anything to the contrary. It's sad, and it's absent of reality. And it's one of the reasons I'm doubtful of any true reconciliation and bipartisanship anytime soon. Well, speaking of COVID, the FDA is set to consider the Johnson & Johnson vaccine this week. Unlike Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine requires just a single dose, and it would be the first of its kind in the fight against COVID. 
Now, on Monday, the White House said that there are no plans currently for distributing the J&J vaccine if it receives the FDA authorization for emergency use. But you have to wonder why. But, 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 but why, though? Why would they not be working on a plan to distribute every version of the vaccine to fight the virus? Um, hey, Joey, what do you have against Johnson & Johnson's there, buddy? Even if there weren't as many doses available as the other vaccines, doesn't it make sense to get as many doses out there as possible for those that want it? But, you know, that just seems like common sense. And we all know that nothing in the last month has alluded to this administration having any type of common sense, that's for sure. Speaking of this administration, you have got to hear this. So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. Remember during the campaign, Sleepy Creepy Joe attacked Trump and his administration for putting kids in cages? Well, it appears Joey Boy may have changed his mind about these holding facilities. Well, well, well. Yeah, this week, dozens of migrant teens started arriving at a facility under the direction of the Biden administration. Now, Trump had used this facility for about a month in 2019 and then closed it. But the executive order signer-in-chief's administration has now reopened the facility, saying there's been a spike in children who are unaccompanied crossing the border while the ability or capacity, I guess I should say, to hold them has been cut by about 50% due to the pandemic, they're claiming. In an interview with the liberal rag paper, the Washington Post, San Antonio immigration lawyer Linda Brandmiller said, quote, it's unnecessary, it's costly, and it goes against everything Biden promised he was going to do. It's a step backwards is what it is. It's a huge step backward, end quote. I guess it's only an abomination and a violation of human rights when a Republican president is in office, even though the Obama administration built the majority of these facilities. What do I always say? And the hypocrisy continues. I mean, are you really surprised? You shouldn't be. And if you are, either you haven't been listening to this show for long or you just simply aren't paying attention. Finally, (laughs) if you haven't heard this story yet, Get ready for your head to explode. Coca-Cola has found itself in an uncomfortable situation, to say the least, this week for promoting a training seminar that urged its employees to, quote, try to be less white, end quote. Yep, you heard me right. Oh, that's bullshit. Slides from the actual training were shared online, and they've raised a few eyebrows for sure. So how do you... Be less white? Well, according to the seminar, you should be less arrogant, be less defensive, more humble, and break with the white solidarity, to name a few. One of the slides actually read, quote, white people in the United States and other Western nations are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white, end quote. (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that. It is so ridiculous and racist in and of itself. Well, attorney and founder of the Center for American Liberty, uh, Harmeet Dillon, took to her Twitter and said, quote, this seems like blatant racial discrimination to this employment lawyer, end quote. Yeah, my understanding is that Coca-Cola sent a letter to Fox Business saying that the slides 
quote, are not part of the company's learning curriculum, end quote. The letter went on to say, quote, our Better Together Global Training is part of a learning plan to help build an inclusive workplace. It is compromised of a number of short vignettes, each a few minutes long, end quote. The course entitled Confronting Racism was offered on LinkedIn and has since been removed. LinkedIn Vice President of Corporate Communications Nicole Leverich said in an interview with Newsweek that it was, quote, no longer available in our course library at the request of the third-party content provider we licensed this content from, end quote. Wow. Laz Nation, know this. I am all for diversity and inclusion. It has been my experience and the research is there to support that embracing diversity within an organization can not only serve to improve the overall work experience, but it can help propel a company to greatness. Now that said, embracing diversity at the expense of another race, as in this example, is not only counterproductive, it's the antithesis of diversity and inclusion. Not to mention, it defeats the very purpose. Hey, Coca-Cola, if you're out there listening, regardless of whether this is part of your company's curriculum, you apparently promoted this training in some way, shape, or form to your employees. Some are even claiming that you forced your employees to take the training. Either way, you're guilty of promoting racism, racist behavior, and racist thought. Because when a training targets a particular group of people, it contradicts the idea of equality and can actually have the opposite of its intended effect. This quote-unquote woke culture that we're living in today is sad. I mean sad. And more importantly, it's so often absent of any true reality. And that's the last word. Oh, you know what that music means. It's my man, Baltimore Billy. What is going on, man? Do I have some good news for you? Oh, yeah? What's that, lass? Well, your buddy John from down the ocean got back to us and answered your question about the telegraph. He did? Well, I mean, he answered it in typical John from down the ocean fashion, which is basically like not answering it. <laughs> Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear this one. What kind of smart aleck answer did he give us this time? Well, you you want me to read it, or do you want to read it? No, lads, you, you read it. If I read it, I'll probably get all fired up, and I won't get it out. Okay, buddy, here it goes. The, the question was, by the way, to remind the audience again, the, the first telegraph in the world went from Baltimore to what other city? And John from down the ocean sent us an answer in, and his answer is, it went from Baltimore to Essex to Glen Burnie. It was sent by a raven. And then he went on to ask you a question, Billy. Oh, did he now? I'm almost afraid to ask. What was his question? Well, he asked, where is Billy's favorite state to travel outside of Maryland and why? Oh, well, that's actually a a decent question. I'm kind of shocked he asked, like, Like a normal question. Yeah, well, so what's your answer? Well, first I have to say, um, no, John from Down the Ocean. It wasn't Essex to Glen Burnie, and it wasn't sent by a damn raven, you nut job. It was a telegraph. Do you even know how they work? 
Man, what a wackadoo. Anyway, the answer is Washington, D.C. It went from Balmer to Washington, D.C. Okay, now on to his question. My favorite state to travel outside of Maryland is, are you ready? Can I get a drum roll? And the answer is West Virginia. Why? Because it's beautiful. It's wild. It's wonderful. It's West Virginia. Oh, and um, have you ever had a pepperoni roll or partied at WVU? I mean, you haven't lived until you've experienced both of them. <laughs> now, in all seriousness, though, West Virginia is full of natural beauty and some great history. And it's like a home away from home. So there you go, John from Down the Ocean. There's your answer, you punk. What do you got to say about that? How about you? Other than being down the ocean, where do you like to go? If I had to guess, I'd say probably back to Mars, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's got you fired up again, doesn't he? Yeah, he tends to do that to me, Laz. If you haven't figured that out by now, this crazy whack job we got writing into the show. John, you nut job. <laughs> yeah, I have noticed for sure. But you know what? I think you get a kick out of it, and I think you don't want to admit it. And I know John gets a kick out of it because he sends in emails that tells us he gets a kick out of it. So, uh, you know, again, he's just trying to get your goat. And besides, I think it makes for great content. It makes me laugh, regardless if it makes the listeners laugh. I laugh my ass off at both of you because I think you're both ridiculous at times. But whatever, it is what it is. Wait, you think I'm ridiculous? This guy's the one sending in crazy questions. And then he, when he answers a question, he doesn't even really answer it. Yeah, I know. I think that's part of what's great about the banter back and forth between you two. Anyway, <laughs> what else you got going on, man? Uh, nothing else. I'm just tired of this damn snow. Probably just as much as you are, if not more. I mean, I know you've been working from home for quite some time now. But, uh, you know, I'm out driving around in this mess, and it's ridiculous. I want to tell you something. Yeah, you're right, man. I uh, I don't have the commute that I once did. Um, I'm sure it's coming back at some point. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been blessed to be able to work from home for almost the last year. And, you know, it's been great. Um, that said, I know that there are many out there that are traveling to and from work as we try to get some back to some sense of normalcy in this world after this pandemic and as we still continue to fight our way through it. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that there's plenty of people that are out there that are fighting this mess. In fact, um, you know, uh, my girlfriend started her new job, and on the very first day, she had, like, basically a half day because they shut everything down and told everybody, hey, if you want to go home, you can, because the weather was so bad, um, you know, earlier in this week. On uh, So, anyway, at the end of the day, man, yeah, people are, are just tired of this weather, I think. It's crazy. I don't remember a time in the last, you know, handful of years that we just continued to get dumped on like this. Um, we've had more snow, I think, like at one sitting or, or in one particular snowfall, but I don't think that I can remember, and, and I, I could be wrong here, but just the, you know, um, the consistency of it, I guess, is the word I'm looking for, where it just seems like, man, every couple of days, it just snows again, snows again. I go out there, I shovel, I clean off the car, it snows again. I go out there, I shovel, I clean off the cars, snows again. And like, it's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I loved it, right? Now I'm old and tired and fat. And I hate the snow, man. I don't want to shovel it. It's uh, It's a pain in the butt. And uh, yeah, if I do have to go to somewhere 
it's a uh, it's really a pain to drive in. So I'm not a fan, not a fan at all. Yeah, I hear you, lads. I am definitely not a fan. And you know, my car isn't like four wheel drive or nothing. So <laughs> yeah, it's slip and slide all over the road, and it is not fun. So you sometimes just have to make the decision. You know what? I don't need to go out right now. I'm gonna have to wait for the roads to be a little bit safer. Well, hey, man, I tell you what, um, that's actually really good that you mentioned it. I'm, I'm glad that you, you know, were using common sense like that, not to say that you don't have it. I'm just saying that so often people just hop in their cars and jump out there and, you know, it causes a lot of accidents. I, w- I was reading and following the news during that time as the snow was coming down and the, you know, the, the state police and the, the county, um, a sheriff's office were responding and, and all of the uh, fire departments, ambulance, whatever, you know, they're responding to all these accidents all over because people were just out there when they probably shouldn't have been. So I'm glad you exercised a little bit of caution there, Billy. Uh, hey, man, you got anything else going on for uh, for this week or anything coming up that you wanted to tell us about? Anything new and exciting in the wonderful world of the life of Balmer Billy? Oh, yeah, man. Are you ready for this? I am starting a band. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be singing in a band. Wait, are you are you serious right now? Like, maybe we could get our two bands to, like, do something together, right? The Throwback Junkies and, and whatever your band's called. What, by the way, what's the band going to be called? Um, We're going to be called The Mud Stuffins. What, uh, the what? The Mud Stuffins. You know, it's like Stud Muffins, but it's The Mud Stuffins. Um, are you shitting me right now? Is that really going to be your name? Nah, man, I'm just kidding you. I ain't going to be in no band. I can't sing worth a damn. I was just kidding you. Oh, I thought to myself, Billy, we seriously have to talk. Uh, if you want to go out there and start playing under the name Mud Stuffins. <laughs> Where the hell did you come up with that? I don't, it was It was just on the fly. I was just... Pulling your chain, man. I ain't going to go out there singing. I ain't in no band. I'll come watch yours, though. When are you guys playing again? Yeah, we got a couple shows coming up, man. Um, I know we're going to be booked in June at the uh, VFW in Jarrettsville, Maryland. So thank you to the VFW. We also have another show coming up uh, in April, I believe, at the Northeast VFW again. So we'll be putting those dates out. Uh, but yeah, you can always go to the uh, Throwback Junkies page on Facebook and check us out for all the dates. But as they get a little closer, we'll be sure to announce them here on the show. So I appreciate you asking, man. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you come out to to a show and say hi to everybody. Yeah, man, I'll have to do that. Definitely come out and say hi. And hey, if you guys haven't heard the Throwback Junkies yet, you're going to love them. They do a lot of classic rock. You got to get out there. If you like the classic rock and even a little bit of country, uh, you're going to love them, man. They're, they're really good. Them guys know how to rock it. Hey, man, thanks. I really appreciate that. So, hey, are you sticking around to close out the show? Yeah, man, I figured I'd stick around and close out the show with you. Why not? What the hell? We haven't seen each other in a couple weeks. Well, awesome, Billy. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, hang out. I want to talk to you a little bit after this anyway. Well, Laz Nation, that's going to wrap us up this week. Billy, you want to close us out? Tell them about all the social media? Yeah, you know how to get a hold of us. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at The Last Word, Twitter at The Last Word Pod, Instagram at The Last Word, and of course, you can always email me or Laz right here at the show at our Gmail, that's thelazword at gmail.com. Isn't that right, Laz? Yeah, that's right, Billy. That's how they can get at us. Well, be sure to check us out in Laz Nation. 
Thank you for coming back each and every week. Billy, thanks for being here. Good to see you, buddy. And as always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you soon.